Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Oh. 
standing here only because you made we ain't going nowhere we ain't going nowhere we are standing right here because he made a way we are standing here yes lord we are standing right here lord we're standing here only because you made because you move mountains help me you cause walls to fall with your power perform great miracles lord you perform miracles there is nothing impossible there with him is nothing nothing is absolutely impossible our god he's a way maker and we're standing here standing here only because you made a way hallelujah 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 give the lord we serve a very big hand clap Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for this offering in Jesus' name. Amen. Powerful ministration. We thank God for today. Before Reverend preach, we have a minstrel in the house. But I just want to say that we should be grateful as a church that God has blessed us with a powerful father, a man of God, a pastor, that throughout the year, he has prayed for us, he has preached to us. Sometimes, Reverend was sharing this morning that some prayers has not been answered. But sometimes you just come to church, you come to church and then he preaches and you just get hope. Something is not working while you come to church and he prays for you and you just feel light as you came heavy. This morning I was talking to somebody, the person was telling me that she's confused about a decision that she has to make. She spoke to Reverend, Reverend said, come to church on the 31st. And that alone settled her. That alone gave her a peace of mind. We thank God for such a father in the house. Let's just thank, let's give a clap offering to the Lord that he has blessed us as a church with a powerful anointed son of him. In the name of Jesus, we thank God. We thank God for this gift that is with us. Amen. Shall we please invite Mami to come and minister to us and Reverend will preach to us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Live on earth, so remember your creator while you 
Jonas chapter 2 verse 10. Hallelujah. If you have been to Sunday school, you know the story, so I don't need to tell you the story. The story is that a fish swallowed Jonah, a whale swallowed Jonah. Hallelujah. So unless you have not been to Sunday school before, you know the story. And he was in the belly of the whale for three nights and three days. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Yep. And I'm being told that those of, who, those of us who doubt the story, it means you don't know science. Because the heart of a whale is like a car. So if the heart is like a car, then the stomach will be like a house. So it's possible that a human being can be in there. So just in case you doubt the scripture part of it, the science proves it. Hallelujah. Good. Chapter 10. And the Lord spake unto the fish. God spoke unto the fish and it vomited Jonah upon the dry land. <laughs> it didn't vomit Jonah. Hallelujah. Just in case Jonah is like some of you who doesn't know how to swim. Ghana girls. How many here don't know how to swim? Honestly, you don't know how to swim. Seriously. You don't know how to swim. I mean, I'm, I'm asking genuinely, seriously. You and water. You don't mix. Wow. What a shock. Some of you, I'm shocked. 
Hmm? The closest you came to water is to go to the Y and put your foot <laughs> and put your foot in the pool like this. But the Bible said, and the, so just in case Jonah doesn't know how to swim, because the fish, the fish could have vomited Jonah in the middle of the sea, which would be another problem. So for security reasons, the fish just swam to the shore. And then, oh, dry land. Make sure that Jonah is on dry land. Because Jonah was from Ashanti region. He doesn't want to sleep. <laughs> Jonah, Jonah, water, they don't mix. So God has to direct onto the dry land. Amen. I said, Amen. But when we all know about this. The belly of the fish. It's important to know what he did. It made God speak to him. Hallelujah. Maybe uh, check the frequency. What Jonah did that made God speak. And the fish came to the dry land and spread him out. Hallelujah. Because we all know what he did. Why he was swallowed. You know that, right? Unless you didn't go to Sunday school. We all know what he did. He disobeyed God. He ran away to Nineveh. It was a ship ready to sail. So we all know what he did. That made him end up in the stomach of a fish. But what did he do to come out? Hallelujah. Is it important? Which is verse number 9. I spoke about this morning. The verse before. This is Jonah. Whilst he was in the stomach of the fish, and things were very difficult. And he was not sure whether he would live or he would die. This is what he did. But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that which I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. Hallelujah. Have you seen verse 9? So as things were dark, and Jonah was sitting in the belly of the fish, doesn't know what is going on. He decided to do one thing. He said, look, I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will sacrifice. In other words, things are tight, things are difficult, but I will not complain. I will not whine. I will not argue. I will sacrifice unto thee with not only with thanksgiving, but a voice of thanksgiving. Because sometimes we say we are giving thanks, but our voice does not reflect it. Just like some wives sometimes say, they say they are sorry. But the way they said it, they are not sorry. And they said, okay, I'm sorry. You are not sorry. If you are really sorry, ah, but I said I'm sorry. That's not sorry. That's not a voice of sorry. But I'm saying I'm sorry. No. The tone and the, also detects whether you meant it or not. So Jonah said, a voice of thanksgiving. Hallelujah. But I said, I should come. I've come. You haven't come. Hallelujah. A voice of thanksgiving. Today, why am I saying so? 
was the last Sunday of the year. Like I said, we have prayed. Some prayers were answered. Some pending. Some took, went the negative. Took the reverse. But no matter where you are, you are standing here. That's why I like the song that they sang. No matter what you are, you are standing here. The fact that you are standing here enough is a sign that God has been good. I said the fact that you are standing here is a, is a sign that God has been good. So it shouldn't be a voice of complaint. It should be a voice of what? Thanksgiving. We are grateful. I say we are grateful. I say we are grateful. I say we are grateful. We are standing here with a voice of thanksgiving. And, you see, and as you take that approach, whatever fish has swallowed you, God will make him vomit you out. I say God is going to make him vomit out. Whatever fish you are inside, God will cause the fish to vomit you out. As you come with a voice of what? Thanksgiving. Give thanks for your children. And God will change them. Give thanks to your job. And God will change it. Give thanks for your marriage. And God will change it. I will sacrifice unto thee with a voice of thanksgiving. Even though I'm in the stomach of a whale. That is what made the, the fish vomiting on dry land. May you come out of every calamity and disaster. This service is a prophetic service. I'm going to have a prophetic service with you. So get ready for prophecies for 2019. I say get ready for prophecies for 2019. Hallelujah. 2018, all quarrels are ending. All complaining are ending. It's a, we are entering 2019 with thanksgiving. Any fish that has swallowed you, you are coming out. Because, you know, you see, Jonah could have complained, you know. You know Jonah could have complained. God, why? Why? Why me? What's the big deal? I mean, after all, you know this in events. They don't love you. So, and I've been serving you. So one small mistake that I made, now look at me sitting in the stomach of a fish. Is that how you treat your servants? But he did not. He did not. He said, I will sacrifice. Hallelujah. You see, I want you to understand. He said, I will sacrifice. You see, sometimes, please, listen to me carefully. He says, he didn't say, I will give unto you the voice of thanksgiving. Okay? It's not, I'm not giving you a voice of thanksgiving. I will sacrifice. Because sometimes the situation that you are in, it takes sacrifice to give thanks. I mean, looking at it at face value, you cannot say thank you. So it takes sacrifice. Because what you are looking at, to say thank you, you must be mad. The immediate thing is to complain. So you see, it takes sacrifice. It takes sacrifice to look at the husband and say thank you for marrying me. Knowing the marriage you are in. Kastundulia. <laughs> Knowing the marriage you are in, the immediate reaction is to just so by saying you must, if you want to get out, that's, that's why it's a sacrifice. Knowing what you are in and the condition, the natural thing to do is to blow the mind. So, so for you to say that, to wake up on 31st and say, sweetheart, thank you for marrying me. That is a boy, that's a sacrifice of thanksgiving. And by that act alone, whatever way he is, he will vomit you on dry land. 
<laughs> yeah, this one there is yes. <laughs> yeah, because some Thanksgiving requires sacrifice. Hallelujah. So, as we come to the end of the year, I hope we gave you some um, some cards. Make sure you get everybody get a card, okay? Write on the card what you are thankful for. That's the first part. Then the second part is what you are believing God for, okay? If you don't have one, at the, at the end of the service, you get one. Jonas, make sure everybody gets one. Bring it, God willing, tomorrow. Hallelujah. And don't come with a card alone. Come with a Thanksgiving offering. And, and some of you, it will be a sacrifice. You see, I'm, I'm sure the Bible. Do you know it will take sacrifice to say thank you when you are in the stomach of a, a whale? And do you know it will take sacrifice to say thank you when you are unemployed? Do you know that? Do you know it will take a sacrifice, an extra effort to say thank you? But that's what he did. And that's what caused God to cause the fish to vomit him out. Hallelujah. Yeah. But I will sacrifice, I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. Because naturally where I am, my immediate reaction is to complain and whine and say forget it. Hallelujah. So tomorrow, God willing, make sure that you get a card, write, write your, your thanksgiving, what you are thankful for. You see, we, we deliberately made a card. It, what, not only come with your problems, come with what you are thankful for. And some of you, what you are thankful for is even the, the person you meet in church every Sunday. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm thankful for you. If it's your wife, you will say it more, I'm thankful for you. I say, tell your neighbor, you are crossing, your, your neighbor is your husband. Say to your husband. <laughs> you are crossing. <laughs> you know you are thankful for her. I say, say to your neighbor. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So we are going to do that and come with a thanksgiving offering as well. Hallelujah. Are you going to do that? Yes, sir. And I heard Bishop saying, I'm going to do the same thing. He says he's going to pray and lay hands on everybody. So when he said that, I'm going to repeat it. Tomorrow I will pray and lay hands. I mean, I'm I will anoint every single soul. Because he is anointing over 7,000 people. I can't complain. I have to anoint everybody. <laughs> so I said, tomorrow, the power will be here. The spirit will be here. We are going to see. I will tell you, I will tell you, but 2019, it will be a series. <laughs> Hallelujah. You think? Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. That is why today. I want to tell you about Count Your Blessings. There's a song like that, right? Count your blessings, name them one by one. That's right. Okay. We'll sing that song later on. But I want to talk to you about counting your blessings. Hallelujah. But are we grateful? Are we grateful? Daniel, you should be grateful. Though. A year ago, you were single. Now you are married. And enjoying and I prophesy to you, you too, you must move into that my area. Amen. You cannot remain single forever. 
You should. Yeah. By the grace of God, God will help you. Why, why are you pointing? It's not time for him yet. When is he here come? I'll point to him. <laughs> but you should be grateful. Ruby, you should be grateful. A year ago, you were single. Now you are married. Now you are Lady Morrison. Duchess of. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Count your blessings. Amen. Now, let's look at this scripture. Deuteronomy. Are you ready for the prophetic encounter? Do, oh, uh-huh, you said... I uh, forgot, I saw the test. Next week, Covenant Sunday is only one Sunday service. Okay, so uh, next week Sunday is Covenant Sunday. It's only one service, 10 o'clock. Okay, all right. Thank you very much, madam. Your Highness. Okay, Deuteronomy 32. And then, oh, I keep on reminding you. Very, very important. After church, I'm going to have an important meeting with all shepherds and church workers. If you see yourself as a church worker, a serious member, or shepherd, meet me on the side for a short but important meeting. Very, very important. All shepherds, church workers, on this last role here. Hallelujah. Immediately after the service. Okay, good. Father, we thank you for your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 7. Uh, please give me the message because I like the message Bible. Count your blessings. It says, remember the days of old. Okay, message. Okay. Uh, verse 7. Can you get verse 7? This is verse 6. Okay. Okay, go back to 7. Go back to that chapter because it gives you both. But Okay, read up on what happened before you were born. Hallelujah. Read up on what happened before you were born. Dig into the past. Understand your roots. Ask your parents what it was like before you were born. Ask the old ones. They will tell you a thing or two. <laughs> God, you don't know what happened. That's why you talk like that. When the high God gave the nations their stake, gave them their place on earth. He put each of the peoples within boundaries under the care of divine guidance. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So say, go and read your history. Remember. Go and ask your parents. Just before you were born. When the high God created the nations and gave each and every one a boundary, Hallelujah. It means God was the one who gave the countries. God said, you are a Ghanaian, I put you in Ghana. You are a Jamaican, I put you in Jamaica. You are a Nigerian, you are an American. He gave the nations their boundaries. Hallelujah. But, are you hearing me? But God himself, but God himself took charge of his people. To Jacob. Took Jacob on as his personal concern. May you become God's personal concern. The Bible said that he divided the nations. 
set their boundaries. But he took one particular nation and said, this nation, you are my people. Jacob, you are my personal concern. And as a Christian, you are a descendant of Jacob. I said, you are a descendant of Jacob. You are a descendant of Abraham. And I prophesied that you are God's personal concern. You see, it means that God doesn't care about everybody. That's what God is trying to say. Some people I care about. May you be God's personal concern. I said, may you be God's personal concern. Hallelujah. As a personal concern, that's this. He found him out in the wilderness in an empty windswept wasteland. Some of us, God found us, when God found us, we were in the wilderness. Our life was a waste. We had no hope, but he found us. Hallelujah. He threw his arm around him, lavished attention on him, guarding him as the apple of his eye. You are the apple of God's eye. I say you are the apple of God's eye. You know what means the apple of the eye? The apple of the eye. Okay? The apple of the eye. You are the apple. You see, the apple of the eye. See, for, uh, some of you are wearing glasses, you see. The apple of your eye. See, that's the, the cornea, the black one. Do you, do you know what it means to be the apple of God's eye? You see, watch it. What do you do? What do you do? Why did you blink? Reflexly to protect the eye. Not consciously. Unconsciously. Unconsciously. You didn't even make, you are not, it's, 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 it's not, it's something that you do without even thinking about it. As soon as danger is coming, you protect it. As soon as danger is coming, you protect it. So when God says that you are the apple of God's eye, it means reflexly God protects you. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. It means reflexly God will protect you. Hallelujah. That is why 2018, so you have been on the road back and forth and somehow God has kept you. You have been on the subway, God has kept you. You have been on the bus, God has kept you. You have been in the air, God has kept you. Because reflexly, he sent his angels to protect you because you are the apple of his eye. Hallelujah. The apple of his eye. The apple of his eye. We are the apple of his eye. Hallelujah. Some went through near-death experience but God kept you. Some went through situations when you look back, you wonder how you survived but God kept you because you are the apple of his eye. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. He was like an eagle. Hovering over its nest, overshadowing its young, then spreading its wings, lifting them into the air, teaching them to fly. He was like an eagle flying over its nest, teaching them how to fly. How does the eagle teach its children how to fly? The eagle picks the little one called the eaglet way up, up above everything. First, mind you, the eagle flies higher than any other bird. 
Are you hearing me? And then way up in the sky, it will leave the eaglet. In fact, first of all, it begins by, you see, when it gives birth to the eaglet, it makes a nest for it. So when it's time to fly, it begins to ruffle the nest. Because the little bird sometimes gets too comfortable. They ruffle, so it will begin to ruffle the nest, begin to pick the nest apart. And as the nest is picking apart, the little eaglet is now forced to leave the nest. And, and that is the only way it teaches how to fly. So that, and as it flies, even though it, it will up, it looks like it's falling, it's always there to catch it. But it begins by ruffling the nest. It begins by ruffling the nest. So that the animal, the bird does not get comfortable. Because if you leave it, it will not move. It will stay in the nest. So the ruffling of the nest is part of the teaching process. Whatever you went through 2018, some nests were ruffled. Some things were difficult. It was a teaching process. So can fly. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Your experience since 2018 was a teaching experience. Some things that you went through it was meant to help you fly. Some difficulties you had. Because you see, if you had not gone through that, you may not have learned how to pray. Some of us learn how to pray because of a certain situation. It was a teaching experience. If you have not gone through that, you may not have known how to fast. It was a teaching experience. The nest was shaken so you can fly. The nest was shaken so that you will get out of your you can fly. If that relationship was not broken, you will not have to make another move. The nest was shaken. The nest was shaken. He shook the nest. So the eagle. And as the eagle, the little eagle flies, it looks like it's dangerous. But whenever it is about to collapse, the mother eagle will dive under and catch you. That's why the experience, even though it was difficult, was still around. He caught you. But the whole thing was meant to teach us. Yeah. Hallelujah. For some, it was to teach you how to forgive. If that person had not done that thing to you, you would not know what forgiveness means. Teaching him how to fly. If you have not gone through that situation, you would have known what it means to fast for 24 hours. Is somebody hearing me? I said, somebody hearing me? Yeah. It was a learning experience. Yeah. If you had not gone through that dry season, you would not have known how to trust God for your daily bread. Because up to that point, you trusted on your paycheck. But now, he has taught you how to trust him for your daily bread. 2018 was a teaching period. I prophesied by 2019, you are ready to fly. I said, he taught you, to, he, he taught you in 2018. So that 2019, you can fly over every circumstance. And you, are, you are ready to fly over every circumstance, every situation. Because the past year was a training period. So that you can fly. Somebody say, I'm ready to fly. Say, I'm ready to fly. I say, I'm ready to fly. Yeah. Because of what you went through, you are ready to fly. Because of what, the way he handled, you are now ready to fly. Now you can handle it. Yeah. 
train them, teaching them how to fly. Yeah. Yeah. Because of that bitter situation, that quarrel, that situation, that you felt so unappreciated, now you are ready to fly. Now you are ready to walk in forgiveness no matter what. I see you flying over every circumstance. Over every situation. Because you have, you have been trained to fly. Yeah. Now, because of that situation, you have learned how to pray. So now you are ready, 2019, you are ready to fly. You are able to, now you are about to stand up on your feet and say that oh, this mountain, I command you to move and I decree and I declare and you yourself declare and declare because you have been trained how to fly. I see you flying. I say, I see you flying. I say, I see you flying. Yeah. Teaching them how to fly. You see, sometimes you don't know that you are an eagle. Uh, you don't even know what is in you. Hallelujah. You don't know what's in you. You know? A story is told. In fact, it was, it was Reverend Bedi. I should mention his name. You know, how many of you, you don't know Reverend Bedi? He used to be pastor here before I came here. Reverend Bedi. Me and I, we have, we have our common laughing at each other. He's a lawyer. I'm a big-time lawyer. But when he was, huh? Penny But when he's a big-time lawyer now, but when he was in Colombia as a law student, he was looking for a, a job to do. And he was working as, you know, student, work, f- making photocopies on campus to make some few money. And then he got fired. <laughs> so when he was telling me his sad story, how he has been fired for making photocopies, I started laughing at him. That look, if you photocopy, I fired you. And then your case is hopeless. As I was laughing at him, he looked at me and said, don't mistake a rain-beating eagle to be a vulture. <laughs> he says, don't mistake a rain-beating eaglet to be a vulture. Because the story is told that one day there was a heavy rainstorm and then because of the rain, the birds could not fly. So they were all eating on a refuse dump. And there were vultures. But among the vultures was an eaglet. And they were all eating. Because of the rain, they were all on the ground. Because their wings were heavy. But after the rain stopped and the sun began to shine, then they all began to fly. And they find the vultures find that suddenly this guy that they were eating with, they are not in the same class. <laughs> it is the rain that has kept us down. But the, when the sun will shine again, I said the sun will shine again. Show of you where you are is the rain. The sun will shine again. I said the sun will shine again. And your people, your friends will see that we are not the same. Don't mistake a rain beating eagle to be a vulture. People think you are not the same. Don't mistake. That's 2019, the sun will shine again. I said the sun will shine again. When the sun shone, they, they all began to fly. And suddenly the watchers began to realize that, ah, even though we're all eating, we are not no, the same. There's something greater in me. 
And now he's, he's, he's a vulture. He's, a, he's an eagle now. Now he's soaring very high. Yeah. He's a big time eagle now. But I remember that statement. Don't mistake a rain beating eagle to be a vulture. 2019, the sun will shine again. I said, the sun will shine again. I said, the sun will shine again. Your real potential is coming. The greater one is in you. Yes. He taught you how to fly. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. I'm preaching. God alone led him. God alone led him. I prophesy to you that God alone will lead you. I said, I prophesy to you that God alone will lead you. You will not be, you see, you will not be led by your emotions. You will not be led by circumstances. You will not be led by events. God alone will lead you. The steps of the righteous man, they are ordered by God. If you decide to do something, God is leading you. Not that you are being forced to do it. God is going to lead you. You know, you know sometimes circumstances can lead you. Situations can lead you. You will marry because God is leading you to marry. Not that you are married because everybody around you is getting married. The Lord alone. I said the Lord alone. I said the Lord alone. You will live here because God is leading you to. Not because everybody is living here. You will buy this car because you feel led to buy it. Not because everybody is buying God alone. God alone. I said God alone. You will go to this school not because everybody is going there. But you feel that God is leading you there. God alone. I said God alone. I said God alone. You see as many as are led by the spirit of God. They are the sons of God. Do not allow. Do not allow circumstances to lead you. Amen. 2019, you will not be led by circumstances. God alone. I say God alone. I say God alone. I say God alone. I say God alone. And let me tell you, when God leads you, the Bible says, He leadeth me beside still waters. Once God is leading you, you find still waters. I say you find still waters. I say you find still waters. You find green pastures. Hallelujah. God alone led them. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. God alone led him. Hallelujah. Wonderful. God alone led him. There was not a foreign God inside. God lifted him unto. This, actually, I'm, I'm reading your prophecies to you. God lifted him onto the hilltops. I see you going on hilltops. I said, I see you going on hilltops. I said, I see you coming on the hilltop. God alone. Onto the hilltops. So he could feast on the crops in the field. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's going to be a series. I said, it's going to be a series. God alone is going to lead you. I said, God alone is going to lead you. I said, God alone is going to lead you. And you are going to be on, he will take you to the hilltop. I say hilltop. I say hilltop. Yes. Tell your neighbor, don't mistake a rain beating eagle to be a vulture. The sun is about to shine. And when the sun shines, you see my potential. You are flying. 
God alone. Mary, God alone will lead you. And he will take you to the hilltop. God alone will take you to the hilltop. Yes. Hallelujah. Oh yeah. The prophecy you believe is the prophecy that will happen to you. I say the prophecy you believe is what, what will happen to you. I see God lifting you up. I say I see God lifting you up. I see God lifting you up. You are getting to the hilltop. So he could feast on the cross in the fields. Huh. Look at the next one. He fed him honey from the rock. He fed him honey from the rock. May you receive honey from the rock. I say, may you receive honey from the rock. Look. Look. If you have done a little biology or a little agric, honey is not from a rock. Honey does not come from a rock. Honey comes from a beehive. Honey, which is sweet. Honey, which is nice. It comes from a beehive. Honey does not come from a rock. But 2019, God is going to feed you honey from a rock. So to receive honey from a rock, it means when things are tight, when things are difficult, when everybody is suffering, you alone, you'll be sucking honey. May you receive honey from a rock. I say honey from a rock. I say honey from a rock. Yeah. He said he gave him honey from a rock. He said, a rock is hard. A rock is difficult. I prophesy to you, as people are being demoted, you'll be promoted. That's honey from a rock. I say honey from a rock. I say honey from a rock. As people are quarreling with their husband, you'll be on vacation. Honey from a rock. Honey from a rock. I say honey from a rock. Honey from a rock. He gave them honey from a rock. Yeah. Yeah. As people are losing their houses, you'll be buying their houses. I say buy their houses. Honey from a rock. I say honey from a rock. I say honey from a rock. I say honey from a rock. It means that it does not depend on the circumstances or the environment. People will be complaining. As the economy is going down, your account will be increasing. I say your account will be increasing. I say your account will be increasing. He gave them honey from a rock. Put your hand together for the Lord. Honey from a rock. He fed them honey. He fed them honey. Look. Stop looking at your circumstances and the environment. That's a God who can surprise you. Oh yeah. Honey from a rock. Honey from a rock. And the honey is sweet. I said the honey is sweet. I mean, just don't talk too much because people will be jealous of you. I said people will be jealous of you. So when you say, okay, okay, okay. That, because they will be jealous. When you get your grace, don't show it to people. They'll be jealous. Honey from a rock. Everybody's getting an A. If you get an A, just don't tell them too much. Otherwise, they'll be jealous. They fed them honey from a rock. Hallelujah. And oil. Mm. And oil from granite cracks. Oil. I see oil coming your way. You see, from granite, oil is from deep from the ground. It's on, you see, let me tell you something. When you see oil coming from Granite Cracks, it's, it's an unusual source. 2019. 
may you be blessed from unusual sources. May you receive blessing from unexpected sources. I said blessing from unexpected sources. Because so far, you have relied on your paycheck as your blessing. Because you, every two weeks, you know it's coming. But 2019, I prophesy to you, you shall receive a blessing from unexpected source. Unexpected source, aside from your paycheck. It's a prophetic encounter. And you will understand what I'm feeling. Oh yeah! From unexpected sources. I say unexpected sources. Yeah. I have. Because you have relied. You see, they are the expected sources. Yeah. But unexpected. 